This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's talk some bowl game action and bring on PJ Glasser on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. So PJ is the host of Inside the Betting Line Sundays, 1 to 5 p.m. at MGM National Harbor right here on the BetQL Network. So PJ, we've got some bowl game action that I want to ask you about. Let's start with the guaranteed rate bowl between Wisconsin, Oklahoma State. We've got Wisconsin laying three and a half and a very low total for a college game at 45. So we need some action today. Where should we be putting our money? Yeah, Jenks, Chelsea, good morning, guys. I uh, I like this bowl. I like it's a true numbers play for me with Oklahoma State at plus three and a half. You look at the past decade or so, these two teams are usually pretty good in bowl games. Wisconsin's always well coached, good defense, good run game, which tends to play well in the postseason. And Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy in his career, whenever you get games like this where it's kind of a toss up, two and a half, three, three and a half, they always tend to do pretty well. So now that we've gotten to three and a half, I like Oklahoma State. Spencer Sanders, their quarterback's in the transfer portal. He's not going to play, but I think they're going to lean on their run game and their defense and keep this one close. So if you want to stay up late tonight, have some action on one of these bowl games, I would look at Oklahoma State plus three and a half. Okay, PJ, here we go. We got ECU taking on Coastal Carolina today. And I don't even know what ball game is. Is this the Lending Tree Bowl? What ball game is this? Uh, the Lending Tree Bowl, that sounds correct. Yes, I believe so. <laughs> you know what the bowl me, game it's hard. names, James? I know. Yeah, oh, my I'm God. I, just, I get lost. I get totally lost. But what I do know for a fact is that ECU is laying seven, seven and a half points, depending on where you get this. And of course, Grayson McCall, essentially in the transfer portal, but I believe he's going to play in this one. So what do you think happens yep. here? Yeah, and that's the key, Jenks. You know, something that I look for in bowl season is when you have quarterbacks that are upperclassmen that have meant a lot to these programs, I, I tend to like to back those teams. We saw Jake Hayner with Fresno State. He played in the game. They got the win for him. Sam Hartman with Wake Forest. He played. They got the win for him. Coastal, they're not going to have their coach, Jamie Chadwell. He's off at Liberty. He took that job. But they do have Grayson McCall there. This line opened at 10.5 because I, I think odds makers, they knew Chadwell wasn't going to be there and they assumed McCall wasn't going to play. 
Now that McCall's in there, this line has now dropped all the way to seven. And uh, I would take Coastal in this spot. They have been such a good team with Grace McCall, a quarterback, against the spread. They're one of those teams that I just hate betting against. They run one of those triple option offenses out of the shotgun. It's really tough to defend if you haven't seen it. ECU's really well coached. They have one of the best underrated coaches in the country in Mike Houston. He was at uh, James Madison, which, and he turned them into the powerhouse that they are. So they're a really well-coached team. They they have a pretty good offense as well. I like the over as well in this game. I think both teams are going to have a tough time stopping one another. It's at 65 right now, and I would look over there as well. Last time we saw Coastal guys, they played Troy, and we're down 30 in that game. They couldn't stop Troy, who's known for their defense, not their offense. Uh, so I would look in an over, and I would take Coastal as well with McCall in there. All right, so I know you're a Ravens fan, and we were just talking about the Ravens, how I'm not so sure I would buy in on the Ravens when it comes to the postseason, but maybe they get Lamar Jackson back, and maybe I am completely wrong here. But a big game against Pittsburgh, which I feel like these games are always close, and I think the numbers kind of support that. If you look at uh, each of the last uh, three meetings, They've been decided by three or fewer points. So now we've got Pittsburgh getting three on the road at Baltimore. What do you think the play is for uh, your Ravens against the Steelers? Yeah, at three, Chelsea, it feels like probably the Steelers are still the play. You just gave the stat of how close this series is. It opened at like four and a half, and I immediately took the Steelers because regardless of what happens, this game's going to be close. The interesting thing about this is the Steelers, before they even play the Ravens, could be eliminated from playoff contention, which could change things possibly. But because it's a rivalry game, because they're still going to battle for Mike Tomlin to make sure he doesn't have his losing season, I think maybe in any other scenario you take that into effect. But with this game, I don't think you do because it's still Ravens-Steelers. Steelers still want to beat the Ravens. The Ravens still want to beat the Steelers. The line being at three tells me that Vegas probably thinks that Huntley's going to start at quarterback over Lamar, which I think is what's going to be the case too. I do think it's Huntley for yet again another week. So because of that, I would lean to the Steelers plus three. And guys, I would continue to take Ravens unders. It's a 36 right now. I would still take that under. We saw this matchup about three weeks ago, a month ago. It was 16 to 14, 30 points. I think it's going to be right around there again, 17, 14, maybe even like 13 to 10 type game. Both of these offenses have not been good. These teams obviously know each other so well. I think the under is the play. And uh, anything three or above, I would lean with the Steelers in this game just because of how close this rivalry always is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
We're talking with PJ Glasser, host of Inside the Betting Line, Sundays from 1 to 5, live at MGM National Harbor. You can see him across the Bet MGM Tonight show. He's also a frequent fill-in host there. So, PJ, I wanted to ask you about a line that doesn't make a lot of sense, and these tend to be ones where you have to sort of do a double take, and it's Green Bay laying three points, hosting the Vikings, open Packers laying three and a half points. You've seen a little Vikings money come in. Do you trust Minnesota here, or is Green Bay truly the right side? So, guys, when it comes to Minnesota, here's something that's not talked about enough. We obviously talk about the one-score games and whether or not they're frauds and they deserve to have the record that they do. They have won 14 consecutive games when they are favored. So say what you will about the Vikings, but when Vegas expects them to win a game, they actually do. They're obviously not favored in this game. So I like the Packers in this spot. They're starting to pick up some momentum. My favorite play of the week in week 17, the NFL guys, is to parlay the Packers and the Bucks together on the money line. You get about plus 150 if you do those. They're both minus 175. I can't see Brady losing at home to the Panthers in this spot when they have to have the win, when they're playing for the division. And Green Bay, I like him at home in this spot. I don't know if they can cover the, the three. It feels like a game where there could be a lot of field goals. It's a divisional matchup. I really don't want to lay that kind of number. Same thing with Tampa. I really don't want to lay the number with them either at three. But it feels like both teams are going to win the game. I feel pretty confident that Green Bay is going to beat Minnesota. And I feel pretty good that Tampa is going to beat Carolina. So that's my favorite play. I would put the Packers in a parlay on the money line with Tampa. Get yourself a nice plus 145, plus 150. And that's the way I would play it this week. Oh, you had me sold at parlay. Let's stay in town and talk a little commanders because DC has been reeling a, a little bit, or I guess I should call him Washington. Three straight against the spread losses, but this week a short number to lay against a Browns team that has not looked great. So Washington laying two and a half at home against the Browns. Do you think Washington rebounds here? I think so. I think so, Chelsea. But I also think Ron Rivera has messed up by going back to Wentz. I think at this point in the season, you just don't mess with that. I know Heineke hasn't been great as of late. I know even when they were winning all these games, it really was despite of the offense. But that, that guy means so much to the locker room. And if the Jets have shown us anything, I think having a presence in the huddle and in the locker room at quarterback means a lot, right? Obviously, Zach Wilson out there just hasn't been good. And, and there's something about Heineke when he's out there. He looked pretty good against San Francisco. He did have some costly turnovers, but that's the best defense in the NFL. And he did look really good at times. I just don't know if messing with that, now putting Wentz in there, if that's good for the commanders. So to answer your question, I do like them against the Browns this week. I, I think they do win and cover that number at two and a half. But they do have Dallas week 18. And I, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but uh, I think they can beat the Browns this week. PJ, one game that I'm curious about is the Jags, which are laying four points, open four and a half, bet down to four, and visiting Houston. It's easy to look at this game on paper and say Jags, 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 which is what I want to do. But the Texans, you know, got an outright win this past week. They played the Chiefs tough into overtime two weeks ago, so they're playing a little bit better football. Do you have a lean in this game? You know, the Jags-Texans game and the Titans-Cowboys games, to me, are kind of the same this week. I don't want any part to do in these games because I just don't know who's going to play. If you're Mike Vrabel, if you're Doug Peterson, why would you play your starters this week at all? 
I mean, to this week's mat, this week's results mean absolutely nothing. You could lose by 40 this week, win next week by three, and you're in the playoffs. So there's just mm-hmm. too much unknown for me. The Texans have actually played some pretty good football the last three weeks. Should have beat Dallas, should have beat Kansas City, and then they beat the Titans last week. And Jacksonville's obviously this team that everybody's loving right now. They're they're on this win streak. They had a nice win over the Jets last Thursday. I just don't know if Lawrence is going to play. I don't know if any of the other offensive starters are going to play. I assume that they will. The spread is still telling you that Vegas thinks that those guys are going to be in there. But because both teams know that all they have to do is win their Week 18 game to be in the playoffs, I just don't know who's going to play in the game, and I I don't want to touch either game. Yeah, I certainly don't want to either. Even though I will say the Titans may not be healthy enough to rest a ton of starters because – They're already down to playing guys on the practice squad. So mm, we'll see about my, you know, weak Titans. All right. Great insight as always from PJ Glasser. He's host of Inside the Betting Lines each and every Sunday, 1 to 5 p.m. at MGM National Harbor and a great host on our BetQL network. PJ, thanks for stopping by. Good stuff as always. Always good seeing you guys. Take care. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.